Thanks for joining us here at WagerAger. D-Nice, we have a quad pod. We have a Super Bowl podcast. We've got Yanni. We've got Schmidt. We've got Coach. Coach, our birds are in the Super Bowl. How are you feeling right now? Feeling pretty good, but each passing day, it just makes me more, like, worried. You know what I mean? It just needs to freaking get here. It's a long, long wait, two weeks. Two weeks is a long, long wait. Schmidt, I was about to ask how he's doing, but I think Schmidt just got up and left the screen. <laughs> no, I'm once again making sure that uh, no cats can get into the studio here. There's always <laughs> animals in this room. There's cats and there's dogs and everything. So if you have a critter pop on the screen, th- then that's totally okay. Schmidt, it is a long two weeks. I guess we had to do this five years ago. It's a different feel this time around. I feel like this two weeks is kind of crawling a little bit slower here in 2023. Yeah, for some reason it definitely is. Like Coach and I were at the NFC Championship game last time, so maybe that felt like a shorter time just because we had so much like to revel in. Like the, the Probably took after. three days to kick the hangover, and then it was like, oh, now it's time for yeah. the weekend again. Now I just have like seven more days to kill. Yeah. <laughs> but because the – like this year, it just felt like the NFC Championship game was so like anticlimactic. Like I know they won thirty-eight to seven against the Vikings, but this one you knew like five plays in, like oh shit, they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the quarterback is dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we formality killed another quarterback. Killed not one but two quarterbacks, and the Niners are still complaining about it. I'm sure that we've all seen the news. Yanni, how's it going in Florida? But how do you feel about that? The Niners. I think it's Ayuk I've heard from Debo and Christian McCaffrey um, is the latest that they're talking about how they wish that a third quarterback could have suited up. It's like if a third quarterback suited up, I think Hassan Reddick would have killed him too. So I'm tired of hearing about it there, Yanni. Yeah. I, first of all, I'm jealous that you guys have your team playing in the Super Bowl. So right off the bat, I'm a little jealous, but you'll get not, there. You know, you'll get there, man. I will say this in defense of Debo and and Ayuk and McCaffrey, I would have liked to have seen what I think would have been a more competitive game had the Niners had a quarterback. It was obviously whoever used the word just now anticlimactic there. It was, you know, that second half was just, it was what it was, but Hey, you know, good for you guys. Good for the Eagles bet that we had. So at the end of the day, it worked out. I think they probably would have got it done either way. Although I probably would have been a lot closer, but um, you know, anyway, Super Bowl's here. I'm ready for it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's talk about the game. The spread is honestly the same across the board. This game has been bet into an oblivion, and that's what happens when you have one game on the schedule and everybody is wagering on it. One and a half point favorites are the Eagles right now. Over under 51. If you try hard, if you go out there, maybe you can find a 50 and a half. But like I said, this has been bet uh, down pretty hard. So it's at that total of 51 the game and the spread started out guys right after the AFC championship Yanni correct me if I'm wrong I think this started out Chiefs were initially favored by a point and a half two then it went to Eagles two I think the highest I saw was the Eagles two and a half now it's coming back down to one and a half am I correct on that Yanni yeah I think so it was actually Circa uh, that seemed to have the off number all the other books were kind of in sync so that was interesting. But, you know, the, the one thing I'll say is we talk about getting the best number and closing line value. It never really went to three either way. 
Uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, sure, you always want to have that extra point, that extra half point. Obviously, if you're betting the money line, you want to have that that lesson juice. But at the end of the day, the movement didn't do much for this one. It did not at all. Just some high level stats. Also, this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes has been a dog in the playoffs. He's played in 13 games. This is the first time that he's a playoff. He's been an underdog nine times so far in his career, six and three straight up, seven, one and one ATS. Schmidt, that doesn't bode well for the Eagles if you're just looking at that stat. But the good news is that it's not all, you know, stats in terms of historical, but seven, one and one as a dog is pretty damn good, Schmidt. You're on mute, Schmidt. I mean, it's you're playing Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. It's like going in, you you were there really wasn't a good after. Like, who do you want to face, Burrow or Mahomes? And like, I think the Bengals probably had a more well-rounded team, at least until their offensive line blew up. But um, with the Chiefs, it's like you've got that quarterback head coach combo where it's like, okay, they could be throwing to like the four of us out there at wide receiver, which they might actually have to do um depending on how juju and Kadarius tony and all these guys health is going but um there's just no like discrepancy in talent that i feel like that coach and quarterback combo couldn't make up like even if the eagles roster is better on paper and i think it is like how can you be confident like oh yeah they're like i hear a lot of eagles fans this week like who are very confident they're going to win the super bowl i'm like I don't think you can ever be confident that you're just going to beat Patrick Mahomes. Like even the yeah. Bengals going into that game, <laughs> having beat him three times in a row, we're probably like, okay, it's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still Mahomes. It's still Reed. He has two weeks to plan. And I know that there's plenty of stats out there that we don't need to rehash, but he did it here in Philly and he does it in KC. If you give him time to plan, especially coach against a defense coached by Gannon, he's going to be able to pick out some holes. Coach, I'm thinking that we do a segment here just to kick things off and do Eagles win if, and we'll go around the horn, Chiefs win if. How about we start because we're Eagles fans. Eagles win if, I'm leaving it really open-ended for you, and you can go anywhere that you want. But how are you feeling about this? Eagles win if the offensive and defensive lines dominate like they have the last few games. Right. It's it's the old adage of you, you win it in the trenches, but this team epitomizes that in every way whatsoever. You know, the as just an example against the Niners, and I know their quarterback was down, so the defense was defeated and tired and all this BS, whatever. That was the number one rushing defense in the league all year, number one. And the Eagles made them look like children. And I'm not even trying to be rude, it's just literally what they looked like. They were getting blown five, six yards off the ball at the line of scrimmage. Lyman getting to the second level after their initial block, creating massive holes. And running backs weren't being touched for six, seven yards. The Eagles win if the line domination on both sides continues. That sounds like a pretty good plan. They lead the league in sacks. Pretty good overall, I'd say. And Schmidt, do you agree with all of that there? That if they can dominate both sides of the ball, or just win those battles. It comes down to the, the trenches. I don't think that they're going to win 38-7 like they did against the uh, Giants, but I think this sets up well if they can continue to win those battles, Schmidt. Yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles win if, well, of course, if they knock out Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney, that would probably uh, wrap up. <laughs> would, would probably help their chances. Do you think yeah, the would, Chiefs stress three quarterbacks? <laughs> yeah, who would their third quarterback be? It's probably Greg Ward. 
probably Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think the Eagles win this game if they can sack Patrick Mahomes like five or six times. Because the way the Chiefs are designed this year, like they lost Tyreek Hill and they somehow got like better on offense. Like they're number one in like almost every set across the board, especially on passing offense. Like it's crazy how efficient they've been. And I think if you're going to, and then, like, knock them off schedule. That's the only chance you have to beat them. Like, you have to create negative plays. Like, not so much turnovers. Although Mahomes has been throwing some interceptions more than we've seen. But, um, yeah, I think you need to create negative plays on defense. You need to, to have sacks. You need to, like, have a, a, a run dropped for, like, three or four-yard loss. Like, you have to put them behind their schedule because otherwise they're just going to kill you with Dump-offs to the running backs, which the Eagles have struggled with this year. Mahomes, even with a bum ankle, can break the pocket and rush for a first down on third and four. Like, you have to put them in, you know, situations where you know they have to pass and they have limited play-calling options because we saw them, the Chiefs do this to them last year. They were just – if you let them dink and dunk you down the field, that's fine. That's what we'll do. And they did, and they put up a 42 spot. That was in week, like, six. Everybody was like, I don't know about this Sirianni guy, Yanni. It turns out that this Sirianni guy worked out pretty well. But at that point in time, you even have to – you had to talk me off the ledge even because I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. It looks like he's in over his head. Now he is in the Super Bowl, which is pretty impressive leap from that. I think it was like a one-in-five start. Patrick Mahomes led the league in touchdowns, 41 5,250 yards passing. Is there anything, Yanni, you'd like to add there? I mean, they need to take care of the ball. They need to, you know, continue in terms of the awesome pass rush that they have. Is there anything you'd like to add in terms of Eagles win if? No, nothing I need to add. Uh, You know, I'll throw in the cliche if they take care of the football. They can't turn it over. I I think that as long as Hertz doesn't throw interceptions, which he didn't do a lot of this year, um, you know, as long as they don't put the ball on the ground, I think what what coach and, and what Schmidt said there, I, I think that's pretty spot on Win that battle in the trenches and, and they'll be all right. Um, I do just want to make one quick point when you said, I don't know if the Sirianni guy is it and he turned out OK. I, I think you got to give a lot of credit to Howie Roseman with this team. Um, you know, he put together a top to bottom really good team that was built the right way. He built it in the trenches. And as a result, you start adding a couple playmakers like AJ Brown and that, and and now all of a sudden you've got a Super Bowl team. So, anyways, just wanted to add that. Pretty stacked roster. Howie's gonna have how he should have statues here. How he should have like TV shows and documentaries just like made after him because he he's done some really good things to structure that 2018 team and now to structure this one. Does it help if you have a quarterback? on his rookie deal it does but he's still structured appropriately and he got a lot of guys in here probably can't keep them all here because they'll eventually have to pay hertz but hey pretty good uh gm that we have here in howie so yanni i'll put you on the spot again i mean we're all in agreement of how the eagles take care of this they're favored to win the game which means i guess the majority of people think that this will happen even though it is a close spread there's probably more than one path to get a win if you're a Chiefs fan. The Chiefs win if, take it where you will. The Chiefs win if Andy Reid comes up with something creative offensively that reduces that Eagles pass rush, that that trenches and kind of takes it out of that. And that could be 
uh, you know, Jarek McKinnon on quick passes. It could be, uh, you know, things like that. But I think the Chiefs win this game if Andy Reid basically, you know, and Eric Bieniemy coach the game of their lives. That sounds about right. Yeah. And speaking of Eric Bieniemy, he apparently is rumored to be the next offensive coordinator for either Washington or was it like Carolina? I was like, wait, you're the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs right now, and you have been in the past five years. I guess that situation's done there, Coach, that we're not going to have Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. He's not calling the plays, but I guess he's not going to be there anymore. So so in all seriousness, and, and you know <laughs> – you guys will test this. The off season is like my favorite season. Like that's my season. You I like do the love the off season. Hell yeah. Right. The, the player moves, all of it. And I will tell you, I cannot remember in the history of at least my memory, an offensive coordinator on a Super Bowl contending team. Who's been on a winner being like, yeah, I'm actually in the running for other offensive coordinator positions. Never in my life. That, have I heard? I can't but, but it, say it, that I've heard it either. Isn't it rumored though that he had when he has interviewed with teams, he's been horrible? Oh, just just awful, like yeah, awful. Yeah. So there, there's yeah. got to be a reason, and I don't know what that reason is. But when you've been that successful, you've got to be doing something wrong to not get a shot. Because I mean, they're giving guys that don't have half the credentials the shots that that he's missing out on. I yeah. noticed that Shady loves to crap on the enemy. Shady McCoy loves the crap on Bianami. Shady McCoy will shit on anybody. Like he just That's lets loose, just just lets loose, which I kind of like. I kind of don't like, but Shady's not gonna mince any words at all. Coach, I took us off on a tangent there, but Chiefs win if in your mind, what would be their path? Chiefs win if Patrick Mahomes has his bloody sock game. That is how I, would, how I would say that. Interesting, Chief, interesting. Chiefs win if Mahomes has his bloody sock game. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, listeners, it's Kurt Schilling pitching in the playoffs with a bad ankle or a bloody sock. Was that 2004? I believe so, for the Bo Sox. It's it's just legendary. And, and I think that's really what he has to do. Because honestly, that's what he's been doing all year. I mean, 5,250 passing yards, number one passing offense in the league gives the ball to literally every player in the offense. Now, granted, some of that is designed in, of course. Of course, it's Andy Reid's style, West Coast-style offense, but that has gotten much deeper downfield than it used to be when we were used to it, right? Um, meaning his Eagles days. But it's got to be his bloody sock game. He's got to th- – because if, if you don't know, now you're going to know. The Chiefs don't run the ball really that well. They've gotten better towards the end of the season, but predominantly they're not great. And it's mainly because of Pacheco. And it's because he runs real angle. And he gets a lot of yards after contact and all that good stuff. So for me, Mahomes has to carry that boat. He's going to have to do some dynamic things. And he will, no matter what, right? It's a hope we contain him type thing from the Eagles' perspective, as always, when you play Mahomes. But he's got to have his bloody sock type game. This could be it. He's going to be facing a fierce rush. It. Reminds you a little bit of, I guess, the game that they played against Tampa. And I think the the Chiefs were favored in that game against Tampa, right? I'm trying to think back. It's only been two years, but it will be a, a very good pass rush. Uh, so then Mahomes injured his ankle, I guess, this is going on three weeks now. It's been, you know, it usually takes a while for high for the high ankle sprains to heal. But, I mean, he has two weeks. He'll get that shot. He was, you know, struggling to walk in the game against Cincy, but then he'll have that shot. I'm sure he'll look all right. 
Schmidt, I'm not too concerned about Mahomes and the ankle. I, I mean, he's a trooper. It's his 14th playoff game here. He's never an underdog. I'm thinking that Patrick Mahomes is going to look just fine after having a couple weeks to heal here in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I think if we're going to complete the sentence, I think the Chiefs win if they can protect him. Like if, if he has time to sit back in the pocket, then I think that even with a banged up wide receivers, Andy Reid's going to be able to draw up enough guys getting open that they're going to be able to move the ball down the field. And especially the way they've been doing it recently, like they're, they would control the clock then and give Jalen Hurts like limited times to uh, um, put points on the board for the Eagles. So I, I think the Chiefs win if they can protect Mahomes. I know it's kind of playing off exactly what I said, how the Eagles would win. But yeah, I think the battle of this game is going to be Eagles defensive line versus Chiefs offensive line. And if the Eagles can get home, I think they're going to win. But if the Chiefs offensive line holds up and Mahomes can think and dunk down the field, then I think that the Chiefs can win. We personally do not want that to happen as Eagles fans, but let's see how this plays out. Um, how about we touch on props and just kind of go through these? There's so many props to bet on. If you want a halftime prop, if you want kind of like a national anthem prop, I'm sure those are out there. Although there used to be a ton of inside information with that. I'm not sure how that's kind of looking now. Um, one that struck me, Travis Kelsey, his over under was 80 and a half receiving yards. I mean, I could see that easily going over. Schmidt, you probably have that one already locked in at a better price. So, how about you? Yeah, tell that, me that what was the price first one I went after. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I think I got him at like 77 or 78 on uh, DraftKings. Like, that was one of the first bets I placed because. That's a bad matchup for the Eagles, especially how they move him all over the place. And they love to put him in those bunch positions where he lines up like in the back of it. So you can't like get to him on the line. And he's just so good at running their short routes, breaking them off. Him and Mahomes just have that chemistry where, you know, they don't they can be on schedule without like even planning it. So I, I think Kelsey's going to be the toughest matchup for the Eagles in this game. So yardage i guess like i think if you want to do a yardage yardage bet like i think you could even move to like an alt over like i see it, chiefs win in this game i could definitely see kelsey having like 10 catches for 115 yards and if he throws a couple touchdowns in there it might not even be a bad idea for a, a travis kelsey super bowl mvp prop bet um i noticed that there are some big differences across the sports books that i primarily use which are like probably the square sports books around but um, at FanDuel, he's like 16 to 1, whereas at DraftKings, he's 12 to 1. Points bet, he's 12 to 1. Bet Rivers, I think he's 11 to 1. So if you're going to do that, like shop those numbers around because there's some differences. 12 to 1 is a pretty nice price. I'm not going to take Mahomes. 16 to 1 is better, though. Yeah, I would certainly take that. I'm not going to take Hertz to have the MVP at plus 125 there's so many things that could happen you could have Hassan Reddick have like another four sacks then he takes it Hassan is at 30 to 1 decent coach do you have any prop bets that you like it could be longest drive of the game 82 and a half yards the longest third down conversions 12 and a half time of possession there's plenty of things if you don't have anything I'll pass and we'll go to Yanni <laughs> so I'll, I'm gonna jump on the uh the Travis Kelsey bandwagon here. And I think uh, Kelsey for two TDs in the game, if you look at what he does in the playoffs, he kills everybody. 
right? I think he's played nine playoff games and has 15 or 16 touchdowns, especially this year. He has to be the dominant force, right? They assert him in the red zone. He had a game with four touchdowns just this season earlier this year, right? Like they look for him predominantly in the red zone. And, you know, on, on I'll stick with DraftKings for the moment because what I'm looking at. It's plus 475, right? Well, he's minus 120 or 130 to score one touchdown. So I'm, I'm going that as just kind of my out-of-the-box random uh, parlay, two TDs for Kelsey plus 475. Yeah, that has some potential for sure. We know that Kelsey will get his yards. We know that he's going to be involved. I mean, he's the premier tight end pass catcher probably of the past 10 years. Um, It's only him and Gronk, right? Plus 475. If he gets the two touchdowns, I'm not going to feel very good about the situation as an Eagles fan. But would it shock you at all if Kelsey has eight catches, 110 yards, and two touchdowns? Uh, it's not going to shock me at all. I, I honestly, I think he has double-digit catches. I do. Uh, and, and I say that because the weakness in the Eagles defense, as we already talked about, is the middle of the field, right? Kazir White's a nice linebacker. He's not the best in coverage. TJ Edwards is a really good, solid middle of the field commander uh, and a good linebacker, not good in coverage. And especially when you run, you rush for and you play kind of soft zones, that's where Travis Kelsey's going to kill you. He's going to eat all day long under that. Um, so I, I honestly, if you, whatever it's at, seven, reception seven and a half i kind of missed it and blew right by that but i would go over that as well could certainly see him having quite a few catches he had what against the jags or had 14 catches i'm not saying that he's going to get that almost high set the record yeah they almost set the playoff record but he could certainly get to 10 for sure yanni is there any props that are tickling your fancy it could be a halftime prop it could be anything it could be sacks it could be anything man yeah. So first of all, I just want to say real quick, when uh, last night I did a pod with Tasty and one of the bets that he had, uh, one of the props that w- we were talking about was any player to score two touchdowns and the odds against no. Um, and the reason that I told him I didn't like it is because I thought that Travis Kelsey could very easily snatch two touchdowns in this game. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of on the bandwagon there as well that I think that, you know, you you could do worse as far as a, a little bit of a long shot bet than that one. So anyways, I'm, I'm on that, but uh, you know, the, the prop that I really like here though, is Mahomes passing attempts at 38 and a half. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a some, yeah, yeah. It, it's a somewhat high number, but it, it seems a little bit low to me when you look at the potential game script here and, is there a chance that Casey gets up big and, and sure, I mean, anything can happen, but I think when you look at this, I don't think they're going to run the ball a whole lot in this game. They may try early or maybe, you know, Andy Reid kind of feels like he has to hand it off once or twice, you know, whatever. But if they can't establish a run, I think he's going to throw and and kind of to our point, I don't think he's throwing 40 yard passes in this game. I think he's dumping it down to McKinnon. I think he's checking it down to Kelsey. I think he's doing those kind of things. So if they're in either a shootout or if they're behind and then you kind of start looking at, okay, if that pass rush is getting after him, he's going to have to chuck it down and, and, you know, throw it away and all those kind of things. That number seems low to me. So I, I see him, you know, going over on that passing attempt in this game. So that that's one of my favorite player prop bets. I do like that quite a bit. 
if you look at last game and he was injured, it was a close game. He had 43 passing attempts, even against the Jags, and he got hurt and sat out. How many drives? Was it two or three drives in that game? I was in the parking lot tailgating the Eagles, so I kind of missed the first half of that game. But he had 30 pass attempts, so I do like that quite a bit. Very good one. Schmidt, hit me with another prop. Hit me with another prop. Could be Chiefs. It could be Eagles. I know that you've been, you know, fully loaded in terms of hammering these props this week because we have to kill time somehow before the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, and DraftKings has these, like, happy hour boost bets I've noticed all week. Like, I'll be flipping through, like, at the gym, and I'll just notice one pop up, and I'm like, all right, I got a lot of adrenaline pumping. Let's hit this one before it expires. At yeah, because it's so usually pro- a pretty good bet. Like it's pretty good odds overall. Like there's all kinds. Yeah, of like they had. Uh, they started. They started out the week with like what almost looked like a freebie. It was um, Hertz or Sanders, Sanders anytime touchdown bet boosted to a uh, plus one fifty. So it's like, all right, that's probably free money. Yeah, you can only bet twenty five bucks. But tell you what, if that doesn't hit at that plus one fifty, that they're not going to have some bigger problems if it's Hertz or Sanders without a touchdown, unless it's like a low scoring thirteen three type game. Which, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to have that happen. <laughs> yeah, it would be terrible. But um, yeah, we've been talking about Jarek McKinnon at this game, and I like his props. You can find him to uh, anytime touchdown. Like I think it was plus one ninety on Bet Rivers was the best I saw. If you're getting almost two to one on like that, he's they target him so much near the goal line, especially when they have matchups like they do against the Eagles, who's you know linebacker is probably their worst position across the board. So um, yeah, him to score is probably not too bad of a bet. Um, over receiving yards, he's only at like twenty and a half on DraftKings. Like I feel like he could get that on like one screen if he gets loose. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of Jarek McKinnon in this game. So I'd be all over his props. Not. Pacheco, not so much, but I think McKinnon's going to be a factor in this game. That's a good one. How high are Pacheco's props in terms of the rush yards for Pacheco um, at this point? Is that up in? Yeah, rush yards, I let me see, what is, what is he up to? 48 and a half on DraftKings. I'm probably not going to touch that. Out. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably not going to touch that. Yeah, especially if they're trailing in the game. I'm not going to do anything with that. There are some fun props also. If you think there's going to be another Philly special type play, you have any quarterback to have a uh, touchdown catch. Or no, no, for any non-quarterback to have a receiving TD, I butchered this entirely because I have it written wrong on my screen. It's any quarterback to have a reception at 12 to 1. And then any quarterback to have a receiving touchdown at 22 to 1. I had it written wrong in my Word document. Coach, do you think that Sierrani is going to get down to the goal line and run another Philly special and cash my uh, 22 to 1 here? No, no, but I'm going to go along the same lines with you. And I saw uh, a lineman to score a touchdown at plus 3,000. I did see right? that. That's a really and, interesting one. And that's an Andy Reid special. That Does would the be backup a, tight end count as the lineman in that one? Because no, would definitely take it. Definitely no, does it all. Yeah, he oh, loves no. backup tight ends. Yeah, but but truth be told, you know he will go heavy set. The Eagles would do this too. I don't think they would run it. I don't think Sirianni would do that. That's just not his bag from what we've seen so far. But Andy will throw something weird at you, especially in the Super Bowl. And you know we know they don't run the ball that well. They love to put it in Pat's hands in the um, in the red zone and. Going heavy set, creating that that kind of weird look for him. I I could see that as a long shot. You have to love these long shots, and sometimes you got to take them because guess what, guys? The next game 
is going to be in August. Technically, that Hall of Fame game sometimes is like the last day of July, but it's going to be quite some time. So why not take some long shots? How about this? Total net offensive yards in the game, the over-under is 739.5. Any thoughts on that? Putting everybody on the spot. Yanni on the spot. 739.5 yards. The last time that the Eagles played it in a Super Bowl, I think they broke the record for yards in a game. They did. <laughs> yeah, not I'll, to say it's not going to happen here, but I, I think it really comes down to what you handicap the over/under point total at. You know, we're at what fifty-one, and you know the the money is coming in on the under. I personally like the over. Um, so you know, if I'm saying over fifty-one, I'm going way over on those yardage. I think. You know, that Chiefs defense, I think, is going to get exposed a little bit here because I think the Eagles offensive line is going to push them around a little bit. Um, and then on the other side, you know, I, I don't expect a blowout. So I feel like the Chiefs will be able to kind of keep up and Mahomes will dink and dunk and make the plays that he makes. So I, I'm definitely going over on that total yardage prop. I might just take this total yards and take the over. Schmidt, have you done anything with the over or the under yet? Because I haven't, but I lean towards the over as well. I think that we'll get our yards. I know that both quarterbacks aren't a beacon of health right now, but two weeks to heal. I think that there's going to be yards. I think that there will be points. Schmidt, have you done anything with the over and under to this point? I have not. Um, I might wait and see what it is at kickoff. It's sitting at 51 right now, which puts you in the like that dreaded 24, 20, uh, 27 to 24 range, which so many games, and especially in the playoffs, seem to wind up being that score. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, I mean, it is a lot of points. Um, both these teams can put up a ton of yards, though. That I'd, I, I wouldn't know what to do with that. I, 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 yeah, I, I would lean over if you gun to my head, but that's one I don't think I'm going to touch. There's so many other bets out there that if you don't want to take the over or the under, you definitely don't have to. If that did get down to a 50 and a half somehow, then I'd hit the over. But at this point, I mean, the best number is gone. Coach, do you have anything to add there in terms of either total yards or the over? There's plenty of other props to bet on. I, I don't I don't like the yards. Um, okay, I do, really? I, it sounds okay. weird. I do like the over because I think there's going to be some some short fields given, right? I think some there's going to be a couple of fourth down, you know, attempts by both teams. Maybe go, you know, two out of three, but give away a short field here and there, right? Kind of makes those yardages go down, but the points go up. Um, it's and to be honest with you, like the Eagles haven't played a super high volume game yet at the playoffs. This is they a good it. point. This, right. this is I, a good point. I know they played a weird game last time. I get it. But, like, their offense didn't put up a, a buttload of yards either, right? Didn't have like, to. It had, like, what, 250 total yards? Because they, they didn't have to, man. Yeah, so it's it's just one of those things. You look at it, and, it's, and you hope it is. So it's an exciting Super Bowl. There's a lot going on. But I, I'm not touching that. But I, I do – I got to interject. Uh, and this is this is for, for your guys' buddy Tech Money, all right, because he, he – talks about it all the time oh, every year i see him talk about is the kickoff bet oh the kickoff to be returned i was actually going to zone. ask if we were going to talk about the tech money special yeah we got to talk about the tech money special you have to um, so you know i, I i'm going to bet that it's not a touchback because that is predominantly what happens nobody ever takes the touchback even though during the regular season that's like 98 percent of the time right yeah but in the Super Bowl, I think it's – I can't remember the numbers, so I won't make it up. But it's some absurd number that they always take it at. Yeah, it's probably like 80% of the time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so 
I don't even have a number on it. I've been looking for it while we've been talking. I, I can't seem to locate it, but it'll be out there. I would I would look for that all day. Yeah, Didn't it's pretty that. weird because there's so many touchbacks. They moved the yard line up from where they're kicking off. Was it? Has it been five years now? But it always seems like I'm not sure if it's just nerves or what's going on. But that ball never flies out of the end zone. They're in a dome. They're usually in a dome. <laughs> never flies Doesn't out matter. of the end zone. Doesn't matter. And then two years Someone ago. Someone wants to make a name for themselves, you know? Yeah, they got right. to make a name. Devin Hester, right? Devin Hester style. That's true. And two years ago, I'm pretty sure I forget who it was, but I'm pretty sure that the ball was kicked like eight yards deep into the end zone. I was like, he's not taking it out. And this guy ran it out. Awesome. Like, oh, it wins again. And Tech hit his bet. So shop that one around. I couldn't even tell you what that price is. I'm sure that the books are getting wiser and wiser as we get older, but that's pretty interesting. Did you guys know the past four Super Bowls have gone under? The last game that went over, I guess, was Eagles and Patriots back in 2018. So we've got four in a row that have gone under. We had that 13-3, which I always call stink bomb of a Super Bowl. You had the Tampa and the Chiefs and Chiefs and Niners, that final did go under as well. I forget what the over-under was on that. So we've had plenty of unders recently as well as last year. So maybe we will get an over here. Okay. Anything so, uh, that if you, I, are in, yeah. if you are inclined for that opening kickoff touchback bet, you can, can find it, it on DraftKings uh, Super Bowl specials under kick props and touch opening kickoff to be a touchback is plus 140 to the new. Okay, plus one forty to the no. So if you think, oh man, plus one. So you got an opportunity to get angry right off the bat. Well, yeah. what, what's crazy? What's crazy about that is, and you give Tech props. He caught this bet what uh, at least a couple of years ago yeah. when the odds were what was it plus? I, when we bet that a couple of years ago, when he brought that stat up, and like you said, it was like. 18 of the previous 21 Super Bowls had had been That's run out lot. or whatever it was. Yeah, it, I mean it was I want to say it was plus 210. It had a really nice price to it. Yeah, I think it was, think it was, yeah, it was, it was right around 2 to 1, yeah. Yeah, so so somewhere along the way, you know, Tech was ahead of the curve on that one, but it seems like it's caught up a little bit there. Yeah. It's certainly caught up. I'm probably still going to bet the plus 140 just because Although the Eagles do have, if they get the ball, they have Britton Cubby, and they tell him every time, please don't. <laughs> hey, don't. just take it in the end zone. Just take the knee in the Although end zone. Although on kickoff, catch the ball. they have been using uh, Boston Scott. I remember he had a good one against true. the uh, Niners. That's true. That's true. That's what hmm. I call gambling, fellas. Any props that I missed? If not, then we'll go around the horn and give final predictions in, in terms of score and, and all that good stuff. Any props that I missed out there? Going once. I was looking for Quez Watkins under one and a half catches. Like I said, that got too juicy. Something that I heard, I haven't been able to find over 39 and a half first downs in the game. So I just, you know, probably didn't search hard enough. Maybe that's Bovada. Maybe that's DraftKings. 39 and a half first downs. If you think that the Eagles, you know, control possession, they continue to run the ball, get those first downs. I'm sure that Reed will get plenty of first downs. Also, he's had two weeks to prepare. That's quite a bit of first downs, but I kind of like that one as well. So without further ado, we'll go around the horn with our predictions. We've been pretty good with this in years past. No pressure on, on anybody. I'm, I'm going to put the pressure on Schmidt first, though, in terms of you know your prediction of who wins the game, and you have to throw out a score also, right? Yeah, I guess we have to, don't we? Um, it's the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, like when we we were comparing, like, all right, we watched the NFC Championship game. It's like, all right, who would you rather play? Like before that game happened, and going into that, I was like, I'd rather play the Chiefs. Like Mahomes is banged up. They have the worst defense. Um, I think the Eagles match up better with them, especially because they. Um, I just think they match up better than them. And now that I've had more time to think about it, it's like, oh man, I'm like wishing to get Patrick Mahomes. Like that's something that I probably will regret. Um, <laughs> I have no idea who's going to win this game. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for avenues where the Eagles can win, and there, there, there's enough to find. But then there's also plenty of avenues where the Chiefs can win. Like if I think if the Eagles are going to win this game, like Yanni said, it's going to be they're going to need to play another one of those like perfect games where they just don't turn it over at all. They get like 30 first downs. They're averaging like five yards a carry. They're ahead of the sticks the entire game. They're making the Chiefs play from behind. You know, it's constantly Andy has to abandon the run, which he's, you know, want to do. Um, That's, I think, the easiest path for the Eagles to win. I think if the Eagles fall behind, though, then it's going to be a real challenge for them to keep up with Mahomes, especially if Andy then can run the ball, which he did do the last time these teams played. They ran the ball for like 200 yards. So, gun to my head. This is an emotional hedge. I'm gonna say Chiefs 27, Eagles 24. You you really went there, huh? 27, 24 yeah. Chiefs, and that would land right on the total. It might be some of that pessimism creeping in. Is that we said bring on the Chiefs, right? It's like we don't want sis, like we don't want Cincy, um, and that offense. And then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, but. We technically got our wish here, but we have Mahomes and Reed here with two weeks rest, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. 27-24, that would mean Chiefs on the money line, everything like that. That wouldn't make us too happy on Sunday evening. Yanni, I'm going to go to you next. You feeling Eagles? You feeling Chiefs? What are you thinking? I would say this. I think that this is going to be a very competitive Super Bowl. Um, you know, we – We've gotten lucky the last half a dozen years or so, with the exception of that that stink bomb you mentioned with the Rams and, and Patriots there. I mean, we've had some pretty good Super Bowls and some really good ones over the last six, seven years. I think this is going to be a really close game. I really do. But I'll tell you this. If I'm going to fade Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, I'm only going to do it because I'm such a believer in the importance in the trenches there which we talked about at the beginning, which the Eagles own. Not to say that Kansas City is bad on their offensive and defensive line because they're not, but I think that at the end of the day, that's going to be the difference in this game. I think they get enough pressure on Mahomes to slow that offense down just a little bit. And then on the other side of the ball, I think that Chiefs defense gets exposed a little bit. I think Spagnolo has to blitz them. And I think the playmakers for the Eagles, whether it's, you know, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, whether it's Jalen Hurts getting out of the pocket with his legs, I think they're going to be exposed a little bit because I think they're going to have to blitz to get through that Eagles offensive line. So with that said, um, I'm I'm Team Eagles here again this week. I'll lay the points here. Um, I've got it 28 to 26. 28, 26. Barely covering that spread, right? 28, 26, yep. although there there were twos out there. Two and a half would mean that you didn't. But if at the current price at Eagles favored by 1.5, you would get that home. I like that. I think it's going to be that type of a game for sure. Oh, man. 28, stand. 26 means that we would have to endure like a potential game-tying two-point conversion at the end, which I don't think I would survive. 
I don't think I'd survive it either. You know that it's going to come down to something funky. Like it's going to be some, you know, do you go for two? Do you not go for two? Could coach, could you imagine if it's like, you know, 28, 27 and the Eagles scored a touchdown and then Sirianni goes for two with like 13 seconds left in the game. I would probably have a heart attack. But you know that it's possible. You know that that if there's a coach out there to go for two in that spot, it's probably not even Andy Reid. It's definitely not Shanahan because he's conservative. It would be Sirianni because they, they've been aggressive all year, man. Well, they showed it in the Giants game. They started messing with people, right? They lined up to go for two when they really didn't need to. Yeah, because they're up by four touchdowns. They're lining up to go for two just to piss everybody off. (laughs) Yeah, and that was Sirianni running down the sidelines, literally yelling at the ref. Cursing. What the fuck I'm doing? Yeah, just dropping F-bombs. No one knows what you're doing right now. Literally, you want to make it 29 nothing right now. (laughs) Like Just just chill, bro. Chill. Um, Save it for the Super Bowl. Yeah, don't give them that. But, you know, hey, gave people something to think about. That's right? it, like man. that's that's one thing I think that's why he's doing uh, it. And I'll get to my pick in a second, but that's one yeah. thing I think this team does very well. They give teams things to think about, and we're not used to te- our teams playing chess. Okay. As an Eagles fan, we are not used to our teams playing chess all year. And if you look at what the Eagles did just against the Niners, um, they played chess. Now, you know, the defense, the quarterback, whatever, doesn't matter. If you look at the just in-game adjustments, they're like, hey. We run this play predominantly to the right, and we're going to show you that today. Oh, so you've adjusted that? Now every run's going to the left, every single one. And it was against the weak side, but the Eagles predominantly won to run to their strength, like most teams. But you saw that happening. So I say that, like the Eagles coordinators on both sides, and I think Steichen's an idiot, by the way. You know that. I've been complaining about him all year. I think he's an idiot. And we'll be complaining for, about him next year too, I'm sure, because I think he's But for some reason, <laughs> the guy's pretty good at adjustments and playing chess. So anyway, I'm going to leave that at that. So here's what I'm doing. And this isn't an emotional hedge. I actually don't think we win this game. I hate to say it. And I say that because I think this is, this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' game, his statement game. It's going to be his state. Not that he needs a statement game. But it's going to be his statement game that everybody looks back to and says he's injured, his ankle's bad, he doesn't have the the weapons around him, and look what he did with lesser talent. He got his second Super Bowl win injured. And he gets his second Super Bowl win. And I think it's going to be like 31-30, the Eagles have the ball at the end of the game and just don't get it done. That's what I think is going to happen. This is very sobering that two Eagles fans right now are are saying this, but Yanni, I think that's kind of what has happened in the past week is that I felt not super confident because with a point spread of like, you know, it starts off as chiefs are favored. You feel confident, but as time has gone on, it's like, okay, you do have Patrick Mahomes. He's going to have more time to rest that ankle. And it's like, well, do I really want the chiefs in this game? And I think that, the answer is no. I would take the Bengals in this game. I'd take a ton of other teams. It's going to be tough. I think that it will be relatively high scoring. I think that all of us and all of our picks there were on the over, except for Schmitz, which was right on the over and the under. I also would like to go in that realm as well. I think it's going to be close. I think it's it could come down to like that whole uh, story that I had mentioned there of, okay, the Eagles tie the game late or have potential to, to 
tie the game late. Could you go for two? It could be that kind of game. It could be like 29, 28, 28, 27. I think it's going to be a very close game. For me, it comes down to in the trenches. I think that the Eagles are the better team. They have the better offensive line. They have an awesome pass rush. The problem is Mahomes, he can evade and he does things with his feet and his arm and his head also. Like his, his brain is sharp that he can make these things happen. And coach, to your point, He's going to find Kelsey. He'll scramble. He'll scramble around. He'll find Kelsey time and time again. So I do like that. Uh, the two touchdown bet, sure, or all over on the catches. I'm going to say that the Eagles win this game 28-27. How they get there, I have no goddamn idea, but I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I think I've said that like 12 times at this point. But we're, we're kind of split here in terms of 2-2, that we're leaning towards the over, but – We've got two Eagles fans saying, hey, kind of an emotional hedge with the Chiefs. Yanni, you're saying trenches and the Eagles. I'm more on Yanni's side right now, but there's still a few days to go here. And who knows if my uh, mind will will sway. Schmidt, do you want to uh, change your pick at all? Or are you keeping your 27-24 Chiefs? <laughs> I'm keeping it right there. I get to you know, straddle right down the middle of the total, so I'm neither wrong nor right on that. And then, yeah, if the Eagles win, like, I Who won't even if be... if you're wrong, then? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. you can tell me that I'm wrong, and I probably won't even be able to comprehend what you're saying, so... Exactly. And if the Chiefs lose, I'm sure Mahomes will get back to the Super Bowl at some point in time. Coach, I hear what you're saying, though, that this could be that game, that it's like, you look back at his career, and he's going to have a Hall of Fame career for sure. Is he going to end up being 1-3 in, in Super Bowls? No. He's probably going to get, you know, two or three Super Bowls, but maybe we can bump him down to one and two here. So, fellas, any last words, any last things? Yanni, you got some articles coming out. I know that JJ's got uh, the Bet Crushers with NASCAR coming on, right? Ooh. He is got got racing started up and he's uh, he's hyped up getting ready for some baseball. So, yeah, have a Super Bowl article out. It basically just kind of reiterates what we all talked about here. But uh has some wagers and things there. If you want to check that out, betcrushers.com. My last parting thought for you guys is I hope that regardless of your wagers, I hope the Eagles get it done for you. For me, I hope they get it done for my bankroll. But for you guys, I hope they get it done. For the bankroll, go birds for sure. Coach and Schmidt, I appreciate you coming on. Let's go birds and let's get our second title in five years here. Go birds. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, I do have like one final thought um, that I want to mention. Please do. This is like the, this is probably the best time of year to like sign up for a sports book because they're just throwing all kinds of deposit matches and free bets whenever, especially with a game like the Super Bowl. It's good to shop around at these numbers. Like the Travis Kelsey, you, you could get the difference of like 11 to 1 to 16 to 1 for MVP, depending on which book you use. So always shop your lines around this time. Take advantage of these, these, deals that these sports books are going to offer because they're probably all going away after next week. And we enter the uh, barren desert of nothing to bet on until NBA and until March madness. You could always Wait, bet no. on the Daytona 500. It, was that, are you getting paid for that, Dan? Is this a promo? Like, uh, getting... Did I mention, did I mention any sports book by name? Oh, fair enough. Right, fair he enough. didn't mention it by name, but fair this enough. is actually, I'm glad that he brought it up because he's a hundred percent, you know, 
like 100% accurate. This is, you know, how it goes. Now is the time to sign up, get your free money because it does go away. There's so many sports books out there. And then after you sign up, there's differences in all these props, like shopping around, just spend all weekend shopping around because you can find some good prices. You can find some bad prices out there. So with that Look, said, DraftKings stock is in the toilet for a reason. <laughs> DraftKings stock is in the toilet because they misprice plenty of things. So hit them up, find the best prices on there, and get yourself some cash for the Super Bowl. Yanni, Schmidt, Coach, appreciate it, and go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go birds. Very good.